0: This is Table Talk, the bonus episode for Live from the Table, the official podcast of the World Famous Comedy Cellar. This is Dan Natterman, host of Table Talk, along with co-host Piriel Ashenbrand. Noam Dwarman is here. He's the owner of the World Famous Comedy Club, and he is a co-host on the main episode. But on this episode, he's just a guest. He's a humble guest. And we also have with us Dara Kravitz-Godfried. How do you do? She, is, uh, she was married to the great, the legendary Gilbert Godfrey. Uh, who's uh, who, who? Who left us tragically uh, a year ago? Um, she is with us. How do you do? And she's a good friend of Periel's. H- how do you guys know each
1: other? We met one fine night at Balthazar through um, my best girlfriend, who you know, who came with me to see you in Chicago. Uh, opening when for Louis. You, for you, Louis, you know, you
2: know Kat?
0: Yes, uh, I met her when I was opening for Louis. And then we had a drink at a hotel or
2: whatever. Yeah, she's so, wonderful. She's wonderful. Yeah. So yeah, that's it's a crazy like small world connection. My whole it life. Was, my whole life feels like that.
1: I I think I had just 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 started getting into comedy. Even maybe not. It was might might have even been before that. Okay. Um,
2: but you also wrote your book based on her, right?
1: Yes, my first book, The Only Bush I Trust is My Own, Mm -hmm. is about Kat, who is a former Mormon missionary, um, which I didn't know when I met her, um, and I thought she was actually trying to seduce me. (laughs) I love that story. (laughs) I know. I sat on her bed. She brought me upstairs to her dorm room. We were teaching on a summer arts program. And she said, come smoke a cigarette with me, which was scandalous. You weren't supposed to smoke in the rooms. And I sat on her bed, and I really thought she was trying to seduce me. And I felt something that I was sitting on, and I thought it was a vibrator. And I said, oh, excuse me. And I moved, and I picked it up, and it was a copy of the Book of Mormon.
2: <gasps> That's <laughs> crazy. Yeah, First of her- all,
3: well, let the record show, priorial thinks everybody's trying to seduce <laughs> <you>. <laughs>
2: Continue. Uh, <laughs> um,
0: we Maybe were discussing on the met. on the main podcast <clears throat> with a with a uh, a writer uh, whether money buys happiness. Do you have any thoughts on that, Dara?
2: Oh, I, d- I do not think money buys happiness, but it definitely makes things. E- I do not think money buys happiness, but I definitely think it could make life easier. Right. But it doesn't make you happy.
3: It doesn't make you unhappy. <laughs> <laughs> it doesn't make you unhappy. No. <laughs>
0: Well, I I, what do you think? I think that in in an individual case it might make all the difference if somebody has a job that they really hate, mm-hmm. and money could liberate them from that job. Um, that could make a significant difference in their happiness. I think money allows you also to be generous with others, which I think can provide you with a great deal of fulfillment. Uh, to allow you to do good works, right, and and pursue pursue passions that you might not be able to pursue just because you wouldn't have the time if you were tied up with it, you know, with work. And if you, you know, that you, you might. So I, I think, um, you know, uh, I, I, it can buy happiness.
1: Well, all of that is well and good, but I think that at the end of the day, what you said is true, that you're only as happy as your unhappiest child. And also if you talk to anybody who has gone through a major loss or tragedy, like dara well, i'm sure that no amount of, of money in not. the world would yeah. be worth you have
0: to that. have your health and and you know um the health of your loved ones otherwise money doesn't mean a whole lot
3: right
1: uh, I, right
3: i, I want to I go sorry go, go ahead dara. no no go ahead go I would
0: ahead. just edit my statement to say you're only as happy
3: as your least happy child or your wife <laughs> 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 just
2: i don't know i i think it definitely makes things easier sure for sure but I think true happiness, I mean, I think back to, like, my happiest moments, and it doesn't have anything to do with money, mm. right? It right. has to do with spending time with the people that we love. It has to do with with laughter. It has to do with, you know. Yeah, I remember but, but my,
0: one of my happiest moments had to do with a 19-year-old NYU student <laughs> uh, who, was, who came to the comedy cellar because she was looking for Steve Byrne. Well, you know, Steve Byrne the comic. Well, Steve Byrne wasn't here, but I was, and I and, and, and that uh, made you happy. Well, what 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 happened? It took me a couple of weeks to to um, ultimately to get into that dorm room, but uh, oh but I got God. in there all right, and that was a happy moment.
3: <laughs> well, the thing, the things that you're describing that make you happy, um, oftentimes th- those things wouldn't have happened if you didn't have the freedom that money buys you, which is kind of the.
2: I don't know if that's true. I don't. I mean, think you that's think about true. people in like. You know, that th- live in poverty or whatever. There was, there was, wasn't there like a documentary or something called Happiness?
1: Yes, there I was. Think. And
2: they, yeah, yeah, yeah. They showed people from around the world that had like nothing and yeah. how happy they were. Yeah, yeah. No, I, I, I don't like, think that's true. I think, you
1: know, think of the joy of being with your kids or being with. You right, know. But,
3: but if you're working 60 hours a week to try to pay the rent, you don't have as much time. I mean, Listen,
1: right, there's, there's I, I know everything. what you're saying. There was a book,
0: Sapiens, which discussed hunter gatherers, and 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 he made the argument. Uh, Yuval Harari, I think, is Harari. Harari yeah, he made the, the, the argument that saying. being hunter gatherer wasn't that was, was actually a pretty decent life. They had a lot of free time. Uh, they hunted and they gathered, which I guess might be fun. They did stand up comedy, and and <laughs> and then, but they only had to do that for like I don't know how he knows this, but and maybe he's wrong, but like they only had to do that for like forty hours a week. It wasn't like a it wasn't like working at Skadden Arps. It was like a they had normal hours, and then the rest of the time, I guess they did whatever fun things a prehistoric man did. I suppose they could play sports and have sex and sing a lot around the fire and whatever. And then agriculture came along and kind of ruined everything, because it it agriculture was more at labor intensive. People had to work harder. Mm-hmm. They they came into contact with animals. A, and, and got started getting diseases from these, you know, the chicken pox or whatever, or the small po- you know, that they get from animals. The animals are the vector. Right. And which wet, wa- wet markets. Which wasn't, well, they didn't have wet that. But, <laughs> but animals a were a vector for a lot of these diseases that hunter-gatherers didn't have this issue with. I, that they they, really they, they didn't live in, commun- in, in, in cities, so they couldn't spread disease. Anyway, um, hunter-gathering, that's the life for me. Hunter-gatherer.
2: <laughs> uh, maybe, maybe there's a tipping point to where there's, like, you have enough that you're not struggling, right? But you, but when you have like immense wealth, does it really matter? Like, do, does it get to the point where it's like, you know,
1: I'm willing to take the chance. <laughs> 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 Wait, can I just say that Dara recently became a published author? Oh yes.
2: Oh well, oh, yes. That's, that's we
0: should have. Yeah. yeah, we should have started made, with that. Yeah, th- th- that definitely. Made so me. what's 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 the book?
1: Oh, it's not a book. No,
2: I didn't get there. That I didn't get that. First. Not yet. I only, I only have you a got a book pages. deal? No, oh, it's, she not, that, it's
1: published published not that. It's not a book. Yeah, she,
0: oh, oh, she's, she's a, a published article. An article People
2: Magazine. That's oh. it. No, oh, okay. Uh, <laughs> that's uh, okay. I still wrote it. Yeah.
0: Well, it it
1: what
2: got the, what's
0: it? What's What's the article about?
2: No, it was a, it was a tribute to Gilbert for the one year because he passed away April twelfth. Mm-hmm. I wrote an article about that. And you also started a foundation. And I started a foundation. Um, uh, Gilbert Gottfried, uh, myotonic dystrophy. The Type 2 Fund at the University of Rochester. And what is that? And where they, he had a very rare condition called myotonic dystrophy Type 2 that many people have never heard of, including many doctors. Yeah. Leave it to Gil. Leave it to Dale Gilbert. <laughs> and he went years without anyone, even no doctors, knowing what the hell was going on. And so... Um, Did you know he was sick? Did he know he was sick? It wasn't sick? like a sickness. It was more of like a condition. Okay. He had issues like getting on stage, like walking upstairs, that kind of stuff. It wasn't it wasn't that mm-hmm. dramatic. Okay. Right. But until anyway, it was. Until it was more so, yes. That's a whole another thing. But anyway, so I want to raise awareness because it was just discovered like twenty something years ago at wow. the at the University of Rochester. And it ends up that it's the most um, uh, prevalent adult onset type of muscular dystrophy. And it was just discovered, and no one really knows about it. Wow. So I started a fund at the University of Rochester to go directly to research and therapeutics now. So if you go to um, thehiddentalent.com, it'll t- to actually thehiddentalent.org. Sorry, it'll take
3: you there. So why don't we do a fundraiser for it and uh, at the cellar one day? Yeah, I mean you have all these comedians. I'm sure would be happy to. Hell yeah, form.
2: let's do it. Let's yeah. do it. I would love that. Yeah, I would love that.
0: You know, um, Judy Golden, her show was talking about comics that continue to do comedy despite illness. Yeah. Yeah. Right. And she said, I don't know, did she cite Gilbert or not? Uh,
2: um, I, I just saw her show. It was wonderful, by the way. But it was, the was great.
0: But was Gilbert great. was.
2: No, because he wasn't like open about what was going on, really, you know. But he was
0: still performing. He did. He
2: did, The, the uh, night before he went to the hospital, he he did a two hour podcast. Um, and then the weekend before, he did three sought out shows in Canada. Wow. Yeah. At his theater. Mm-hmm. He was working like nonstop. Yeah. And a million cameos and blah, 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 blah,
0: Cameo By cameo, you you mean the the comp, the cameo.com. Correct. Where he, and where, you know, where you. I, got, I bought my wife You uh, bought, uh, where got, like, you for, oh, yeah, where he, like. You did?
2: Get out of, Get out of yeah, here. Really?
0: For, for yeah, her yeah, no and You were wondering that's whether so Gilbert cool. even knew who yeah, the woman no was. was.
2: No. That was, that's was so hilarious. Easy. I was there when she listened to yeah, <laughs> That's <laughs> so cool. Oh, my God. He loved doing those. Yeah, he did he, them in he the, the, ba- a
1: great in the job. bathroom mostly. And, uh, <laughs> he loved doing them because he was making money on the couch in his Total. bathrobe.
2: He didn't have to do anything yeah. basically. Well, he
0: must have been one of the more popular voices on it because he's such a recognizable voice.
2: I think he was like the th- one of the top three. He, he wow, been, because, and there's like forty thousand people yeah. or something. Because crazy. like. Yeah. You know, a lot of people they, their
0: voices aren't that interesting or I guess they do videos, right? They do yeah. videos. So it's not just voice. But
3: now, um I I have a question. You don't we, you don't have to answer this or we can, you know, not have another but it, maybe it's okay. but, but what was his freak out level when he got in trouble with the Affleck? Oh, it thing? was horrible. It was?
2: Oh my god. Oh man. He first of all he was shocked cuz after so we here we are, we're in Philadelphia. He had just he was doing gigs, and I brought the kids to go see the sites, and blah blah blah. It's a gorgeous day. We're walking around. He had just had a meeting the week before with his book publisher because he had a new book coming out, and Twitter was brand new. And he had, and they were saying, "Oh, you got to get on Twitter," blah blah blah. And he just got on Twitter. So here we are walking around, and all, and I guess the tsunami happens, and and he starts. What year is this? This was two thousand and eleven. Okay. He starts getting tweets saying, "Where's our tsunami jokes?" Because he had just done the Aristocrats. Ah. Uh. And they're like, That's you know, Paul
3: Provenza's movie.
2: Yeah, yeah Paul Provenza and Penn Jillette, exactly. Exactly. Um, so that was 2005, I believe. Something like that. Yeah. yeah. So here they're asked, they're, they're, where's our tsunami jokes? Where's our tsunami jokes? And he starts thinking we're walking around. We're at Betsy Ross's museum. You know, and he starts saying, oh, you know, Hebrew National Tsunami, Gwen Tsunami, you know, just puns and stupid. Jo- and he does like 12 of them. I'm like, I don't know if you should be writing this Gilbert. <laughs> He's like, type it, type it, type it, type it, type it. Like, ah, I don't know. It's funny. It's funny. Keep going. Keep going. It's funny. Then he calls my friend David. He's like, David, can you make a website with just the jokes so more people could see them? Ugh. Like <laughs> he was so proud of these jokes. He was so excited. And and then th- th- that's a Sunday, whatever. The next day, I take the kids to preschool. And then I look at my phone and it says something like, like, you know, Gilbert Godfrey gets fired from from Affleck. Online, we see it online. So it was. Is he the first person canceled? Like he was. That's what that Whoopi said that in our movie that he was like yeah. the first person to be canceled. Yeah. So someone had to lead the lead the path. But it's it was so ridiculous because the truth was that they had been telling us for years that like get ready because they weren't they wanted to hire someone for less money. I guess that wasn't mm-hmm. that wasn't um, uh, union. And so we had been preparing. We knew that that was going to come eventually, mm-hmm. but the way it went down was, I thought, was so unfair. And then they went and had a whole national campaign with with a whole, you know, a commercial already in place with a silent duck, and oh, let's. God. It was already done, and let's find the next duck. And then they hire this guy. You no, know?
3: they just announced that Tucker Carlson is going to do that job.
2: <laughs> It was so, un- he was so upset about that. Did he,
0: does he ever, did he ever get furious? Because, no, I don't think anyone's ever actually seen it. And it's hard to imagine him what? being, like, a furious, angry. Oh. No, he
2: wasn't angry. He was, he was upset, and he was hurt, and he actually cried. He oh. was like, he was really upset, because he's like, I don't understand. I didn't mean to do anything wrong. Oh. You know, he's like, it's like you get up, you eat your Cheerios every day, and then all of a sudden you eat your Cheerios and all hell breaks loose. Now, did, like, did they, was, he's making was there, jokes. He's a comedian.
3: Was there a pretext to it? Did they, was there some cra- contractual term which they felt or claimed that he violated in order to get out from under their contract with him?
2: Basically, I, they could do whatever they want because he's work for hire and it doesn't, you know. They basically just didn't renew the contract. So that's all. It wasn't like he, he wasn't he wasn't fired. He wasn't fired. He was yeah. just they didn't renew the contract. And but he wasn't allowed to say anything the publishers like don't talk, don't talk. And that was like
0: Now Gil- Gilbert famously uh, used to collect shampoo bottles <laughs> and soaps. <laughs> I from still Hope have Health. so well, my, many. My, that oh was my God, question. My what mustache. what are you what are you what have you done with all of those? I mean cuz it was uh, there was a documentary of Gilbert and under his bed there was oh, thousands of shampoo bottles, bars yeah. of soap whatever he collected from the hotel rooms that he stayed at. Yeah,
2: I've, I've given a lot away, but I still, you know, for, for sentimental value, I've held on to now, was and that. that? Of his, of his that? <laughs> was that a
0: symptom of his <laughs> illness? What's <I> that? Was that
3: a symptom of his illness?
2: I'll blame that. What was the story about... There's some good stuff, actually. There's some really good stuff <laughs> there. <laughs> about that, what was that
1: story about, like, he wanted to give it to his sister? He wanted to give bars oh. of soap to his sister, but
2: she said she didn't want mini ones? That was such a good story. So he was living in in this like rent controlled like two bedroom apartment and the second bedroom he used basically for all of his soaps and shampoos i mean the entire bedroom there was boxes this mm-hmm. big where you can't see cuz i'm what
0: well, what is that exactly It's is hoarding
2: it's hoarding he had a picture frame picture of the collier brothers on his wall do you know that story no they were a, the two brothers up in i think it was the bronx and they were famous for hoarding one of them like died from like Stuff oh, falling tiring. on him in his apartment.
3: Wait, tell it. I didn't hear the story about your. Did he? Did oh, so
2: sister? so so. What happened was he had the whole room full of soaps and shampoos and all this stuff. And I was, we were finally going to move in together and got this nice apartment. We were moving in. And I was like, please, Gilbert, you gotta like, you can't bring a whole room full of soaps. Like, you gotta like con- take some, but not an entire room full. <laughs> so it was Mother's Day <laughs> the next day. It was Mother's Day the next day. So he called his sisters. He's like, do you guys need any little soaps? And they said, no, 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 only. Big bars. We only want big bars. So all night, he didn't tell me he was doing this. All night, he stayed up unwrapping all the Marrying small the little <laughs> things, running them under water, Hot water, smushing them together, and squishing them, and making bars of soap, dumping them in a garbage bag, and he showed up at breakfast the next day for Mother's Day brunch <laughs> with a garbage bag, a huge garbage bag filled with big bars of soaps that he made out of mashed... You are Little woman sword. of the year. Like, like, that, that. Hey, I'm single now. Any any, any. any
3: <laughs> now, I have one other question. So, so with, with all this stuff, either, I mean, either you could save it and pass it down on your family, but if, if you were not going to do that, maybe you should auction some of it off. At, if we do a charity event, we've auction some of it off to charity. That. A brilliant yeah,
2: idea. We've auctioned auction Yeah, we also talked about auction. Not a bad right idea. A bad for idea. People idea. would love that kind of
3: memorabilia
0: sure. and stuff like that. He also used to rave, like, when he did a talk show in the green room, they would give you soda, and he took oh, the yeah. soda.
2: Oh, took everything. Whatever was not nailed down. You <laughs> <would think. laughs> what? Now do
0: you think this is because he grew up poor or is this just some bizarre uh- I think
2: it's a combination of growing up poor and the way he was raised, where basically he grew up living in the in the living in the dining room. He didn't even have a bedroom. And his dad had the hardware store that never made any money. And I think growing up that way and seeing your parents So frugal and stuff, I guess it just, but he's got got a quirky person, and it's just also, it's obviously, he didn't understand math, he did not understand math, so like he couldn't, he didn't like 25, saving 25 cents on eggs seemed as important as a million dollars, but also at the same time, he let
1: you (laughs) shut up, also (laughs) at the same time, he let you like run everything, so he trusted you to, like... Well, you
0: bought a very nice apartment. I mean, he was was okay with that?
2: It was stressful. He was finally okay with it, but it was... He was scared out of his mind. Right, but I'm talking about, like, going on vacations, going out to eat, buying clothes, like... That took a long time. I mean, for Father's Day, the first year we were together, my dad, all he wanted was a a receipt that Gilbert took me to dinner. And I had to spend a (laughs) week... Looking, finding a restaurant that had like an early bird special or something (laughs) (laughs) that he would be okay with because I didn't want him to be too stressed out. You're amazing. That's so sweet. But it is fair (laughs) to say that Gilbert
0: was a wealthy man.
2: He was very wealthy, yeah. And
0: and yet despite that. But
2: it didn't matter because he didn't. Use he had it. no he idea how much it. money he had. He didn't use it. He didn't use. He didn't live that way at all.
0: Do you see any of Which adult- I
2: actually thought was really beautiful. Yeah, I know. I thought that was really cool cuz who does that? Like it's it's great. Well, you had one of the most
1: unique relationships out of anybody I've ever met in that you were so accepting. Like you know relationships usually like you Get on each other's nerves. I have to go. Okay. My appointment oh, you stayed, late. you like stayed I, longer than. Because I, my appointment's yeah. late, but I have to go. It's nice. Okay. This is nice a great to conversation. You, nice to see you. Nice to see you. All right. Nice to see you. Um, it's unfortunate. Noam's leaving because I wanted you to tell the story about. Um, well, <laughs> about with the car with, you were there, weren't you? We just had the with Gilbert. Jared Fried was driving him. I don't think so. Maybe I. I
2: don't know the story. Do I? Yeah, we Real were story. just
1: sitting, the three of us were just sitting together downstairs at the cellar with Rich Aronovich.
2: Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. This yeah. is he like the word. greatest <laughs> yeah.
1: story ever that Jared Freed, you tell it.
2: You tell it. You tell no, it. No, so no, he no. didn't say a word the whole time or something. I Jared Freed I... was opening
1: for Gilbert oh, okay. in some place and basically the entire time. Gilbert thought didn't know who Jared was, and he thought that he was just like some kid driving him around. Right. Yeah, we'll get somebody. We'll get Jared or yeah. Rich on. It was the story. it was a funny it was story. Hysterical. But he
2: his social skills really sucked. I mean he they were horrible. His social skills were terrible.
1: Until you got to know him, and then he was fine.
2: Mm, still, he was not so comfortable. Like it's it it was really his social skills were. He, he, but he was Jeff. fine
1: with like Jeff Ross or Bob Saget yes. or people who yes. he knew really well. Yes, yeah, because
2: right. they could talk the same language. But if you if you talk a different language, you know, about anything else, then it, he got he was. So any comedians. That's why I started the podcast, right? Oh, well, you because have well, yeah. Possibly. I started the podcast because we would go out to dinner, and the only way I'd get him to talk to to the guests at the table was if I played the game Six Degrees of Separation and. And I said, okay, do you want to see what Gilbert could do? He could take two, name an actor, name another actor, name a comedian, and he could connect those two. And then he would connect the two, and then it would start a whole conversation about movies and actors and blah, 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 and then he could talk.
0: So his podcast was your, the Amazing Colossal podcast was your idea.
2: It was my idea. Okay. To get him to
1: talk, basically. We worked on an incredible project together that didn't get very far. Do you remember that?
2: Yeah, I still thought that was incredible. So
1: Dara, so Gilbert had an idea to write for a TV show.
2: I, I, I kept bugging him. I was like, come on, come up with an idea, please, please, please. And he's finally like, all right, I have one idea. And it was called,
1: and so she called me and she said, we come over and work on this with Gilbert. We write this with him. Yep. And now, the, I mean, it's even more insane. So it was called Celebrity Funeral. Mm-hmm. Putting the fun in funeral. Okay. <laughs> and the idea was to talk, in a very Gilbert way, to talk about this thing that was still really taboo, which
2: everybody does, which
1: is dying.
2: Mm-hmm. And Gilbert's idea was, go ahead, there. Uh. Basically, instead of comedians in cars, he would drive people around in a hearse. Mm-hmm. And and plan their own. You would plan your own funeral with his friends. Yeah, I still think it's brilliant. It's brilliant. And And what you wrote with Gilbert, we sat around the dining room table for many hours, and it was was, absolutely hysterical. It was incredible, and it was should do it. You could so it was like Martha
1: Stewart and Snoop, right? Right, like you would pair people who were friends. And they would drive around, and you would sort of write your own eulogy together. Yeah. It was a really beautiful, hilarious, totally insane... Um, I think
2: it would have been so funny.
1: It's a great idea. Yeah, I think it is a good idea, yeah.
2: Actually, after Gilbert's um, funeral, which I got to say was absolutely... As a funnier uh, as funerals funny. go, it was
0: one of the funnier ones. It
2: was so funny. You know, it Jeff Ross so ba- like
0: basically roasted him.
2: I know. It was amazing. <laughs> um, I went... And, yeah. I went and bought funnyfuneral.com afterwards because I was like, how great would that be to have like comics? Like you could hire a comic to, to write your eulogy. It's great. <laughs>
1: uh, it's great. What I- were you gonna
0: say? Um, I think I forgot what oh, I was okay. gonna
1: say. You <laughs> said that his funerals go. No, I, well, I
0: said that. Yeah, well, I already I said that his funerals go is, is the f- probably the funniest one I've been to. You yes. Know? Um, mostly because of Jeff Ross and uh, who who else spoke? Frank Santopadre, but he wasn't funny. It's Susie Esmond. Susie Esmond.
2: Gino. Uh, you know Salomon. Oh, okay. He's a friend of Gilbert.
0: All right. Um,
2: it was really funny. Really? F- Jeff was hysterical. Jeff was hysterical. And the the wasn't
1: best. the rabbi really funny, too? So funny.
2: So funny. Right. He's a big p- fan of the podcast. Rabbi David. It's, it's great. um,
1: and Lily, your daughter, it just made a documentary about Gilbert, too, right? That's
2: right. I'm trying to figure out the best way to is it, is it share sh- it.
0: How, how long is it? She eight,
2: eight and a half minutes.
0: Okay, so it's a short, short. A mini documentary. But she did it as a school project?
2: She did it as a school project, yeah. My daughter's at a great school that has a film program. You could actually have a film major, mm-hmm. which I've never heard in a high school. It's pretty cool. The teacher's awesome. Um, but anyway, she um, she's taking a documentary class, so she made this documentary short. She thought it would be cool to um, make a documentary about the fact that Gilbert was an artist and no one knew that he was a visual artist. They only knew him as a comedian or podcast host or actor.
1: I want to buy one of those prints.
2: So I'm trying to figure out. I want to make them, like, maybe do limited editions or posters or something. We should talk about that. Okay. Um, But, so Lily made this stock and she just went on PIX11 and on the news. And and what's it called and where
1: can you watch it? It's called
2: The Hidden Talent of Gilbert Gottfried. Mm -hmm. And um, there's a website that that she started the hidden talent of gilbert com, mm-hmm. and that you could see the trailer amazing and then um soon she'll probably put on youtube or something figure out how to so it. she's
0: into filmmaking she's tall, and, and, she and your son him. is is in is into comedy or he
2: he he's well his new thing is he says he wants to day trade and he made 90 cents today okay <laughs> <laughs> He said he sent me a screenshot. He's like, "Look, i He's like, "I made real money today, mommy. I made my first. It's so funny. I got the text. I made my first real money. I made ninety cents. Amazing. <laughs> but he wants. He's so funny, and he does impressions. Well, I still get
0: checks for less than that from SAG. There you residual go. Residual check.
2: There you go. I don't, I don't know what he wants to do. He's he says he wants to be on Saturday Night Live. He says he wants to do stand up. But he also, you know, wow. says that he wants to, you know. But he's done and, and but, but
1: he's done that. Well, I one mean, can one acted.
0: can one can own a mansion yeah. and do stand up. you know, there's a few that there's a f- <laughs> most of us don't. But there's a few that do. I saw I saw um, Trevor Noah's house. Uh, it really knocked me for a loop. I had to like sit down. <laughs> I saw a picture of his house, like in know, People magazine or Insta, whatever. It was like it's like Trevor can afford that. I mean, it looked like some, like Brangelina, you know, level house. So wow. I, was, I didn't know Trevor was that rich
1: but that's not just from doing stand-up that's from his team well that's show. yeah but
0: even then i didn't think he would had it would have a house like that I and mean, it was just absolutely ginormous like wow. like i said like you you'd think Br- brangelina would li- live in a house like that you know brangelina. uh well they're not brangelina anymore they're they're brad and angelina they broke up like they like czechoslovakia i had a joke once about that. <laughs> you know it was a czechoslovakia so i you know they broke up, so is, is it now Brad? Is it now so now Brangelina is now Brad Angelina and the Brad Republic? Yeah, it was just a play on them.
2: It's good. <laughs> <laughs>
0: I, nobody laughed, but whatever. But um, you know, I was comparing Brangelina to Czechoslovakia because the Czechs and the Slovaks. Got it. Yeah. All right. Right. I'm over explaining. <laughs> but anyway, um, yeah, I, I was I, I was knocked for a loop. I was knocked for a loop. I had a, I had it, you know. Mulaney probably has an enormous
2: house. I have no idea. I have no that would no
0: also idea. knock me for a loop, I even more no so. Um, but uh, the point is, you can be a comedian and be rich.
2: I don't know what he wants to do. I don't know. But, he but likes, it's, he but likes it's, math. But it's, but it's he's, tough going. He likes, he's, just, he's got a great personality. He's very um, personable and mm. funny. And he's, yes. he does spot-on imitations. It's crazy. Of his father, I assume he does it. He does. He, he, he was doing Gilbert tonight. Yes. Yeah. He was doing Gilbert tonight. He was doing Gilbert coming home after a long walk.
0: I do Gilbert. That, was his, that was Gilbert. His
2: impression. He's I, like, "Look, I'm like Daddy after a long walk. I just got home from a long walk. Isn't that crazy?" That's I wild. do
0: like Gilbert, but not yelling. Like,
2: okay, <laughs> <laughs> okay. I don't know. I don't know that's it's any, good. That's it's
0: good. Of, it's you good. Know, the non yelling Gilbert. The Gilbert that most people don't hear. Gilbert not yelling.
2: It's just crazy because like, Gilbert started when he was 15. He dropped out of school and he started can't stand up at 15. And Lily's 15 and just made this duck. and like. Gilbert started by doing impressions, mm-hmm. and and Max is like so good at impressions. It's just crazy, like how it is. Is crazy. it in well? The, the apples I don't in the tree, you know, I don't know. I don't know. They don't it's fall wild. so far. It's wild.
0: But it, the the whole notion of Gilbert having kids is, is insane to begin with. It was. And and was. and that these kids are are really great kids and well adjusted is yeah. even more.
2: They are shocking. Yeah, he was kind of more of like a brother or baby brother they actually max would call him his baby brother Mm -hmm. (laughs) (laughs) well
0: was he could he did he have it in in him to discipline or no
2: you had to do all the discipline no 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 i did everything no he was a child he was another child that's okay yeah it's okay well it works makes it. it fun right yeah exactly Anyway, I'm really proud of Lily. She worked really hard on this this movie. I can't wait for everyone to see
1: it. I yeah, I am. Um, it looks amazing. Yeah. And Ari, um my my son knows all about Gilbert um first of all because well, because of us, but also because I forgot to tell you this, he voiced the dentist. Oh, in and fairly,
2: fairly Odd Parents, in, is that right? In
1: Fairly Odd Parents. Yeah. And Ari recognized That's like crazy. his voice. He? He's nine and a half. Wow. But also saw his name afterwards and was like, Mommy, Mommy, <gasps> it's Gilbert. Um, And we wore matching Gilbert t shirts the other day because oh I, or the one that you gave me. Yeah. And then I, or, do you
2: have a Gilbert Godfrey t shirt? Uh, no,
1: but I
0: uh, wouldn't no. be averse to having one.
2: You wouldn't be averse to having one there. Um, GilbertGodfrey.com. GilbertGodfrey.com. So, um, <laughs> I'm updating the website. That's well, so.
0: I what's the the, the, the website? List. We, we got to wrap it up, but uh, the website for the myotonic muscular dystrophy. Or how can one uh, uh, the support hidden, that?
2: TheHiddenTalent.org. You could donate money, um, which is the name of Lily's movie, mm-hmm. The Hidden.
0: TheHiddenTalent.org. Talent. That's t- where t- you can t- donate t- for myotonic <laughs> muscular dystrophy type two. I assume there's a yes. type one. There's
2: a type one and there's a type two and okay. it's very different. His uh,
0: um, and you can see Lily's documentary there as well.
2: You could uh, if you go to. Um, the hidden talent of Gilbert Godfrey. Okay. I know it gets a little complicated. complicated. It gets a little. You guys
1: will figure it out. We'll figure it yeah, out. We'll you, figure no, it no, out. But it like YouTube. our listeners, okay. like just get on Google and start yeah. hacking away, and yeah. you will
2: come across well, it. And we're gonna make it available very soon. This month. This okay, month.
0: Great. Thank you, uh, Derek Kravitz Godfrey, for joining us.
2: I don't. I don't use Kravitz. Really, that sounds. Oh. We- I, it, is, it is my maiden name.
0: Well, I don't have you have it on Facebook it is, it is well, have you have it on your Kravitz? Yeah, I guess I do.
2: No relation to any. No relation. So
0: that's why I thought. You went by that. That's but okay. anyway, um, Periel, um, thank you. Thank you. I'm, I shouldn't thank you because you're the co-host, so I don't thank you.
1: No, you thank don't. You, co-hosts. You know, you I don't thank you, co-host. You can find co-hosts. us on Instagram. I'm at Periel Ashenbrand and Dan's at Dan Natterman and at Live from the Table.
0: Thank you. This has been Table Talk. See you next time. Bye-bye.
2: Bye-bye.